Hey friends, today we are in Proverbs chapter 22, looking at verses 10 through 12, which says, Drive out a scoffer, and strife will go out, and quarreling and abuse will cease. He who loves purity of heart, and whose speech is gracious, will have the king as his friend. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the traitor. So today we find some good words for leaders, I think, in various organizations, business owners, uh, governments, even close-knit type circles of friendship. Solomon begins with these four words, drive out a scoffer. So who is a scoffer? <laughs> I think that would be a person who's always ridiculing in a scornfully or mocking way. And some people just hold this bearing it's uh, this way of looking at life and relating to others is in their core. And it's not that they're not uh, capable of change. And it doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't love them or didn't die for them. No, it's just that they will cause all kinds of trouble in your business or your organization. And your group is going to struggle to accomplish great things. There's going to be all kinds of, of friction Typically, I think the scoffer buddies up and builds up those he's with at the time, but then he puts them down when he's around other people. And he's the one who sows discord and division. Jude 1.18 says this, and it's recounting what the apostles had said. And Jude puts it like this, In the last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people, devoid of the Spirit. Look, we all need struggle in life. We all need our ideas to be challenged. And it's okay to disagree with others. It's good to offer constructive criticism. But that's not the scoffer. The scoffer seldom meets privately to offer their ideas. And they usually tear others down behind their back. And if they do so to a person's face, it's usually done in view of others so that they will be seen as being tough. You know, don't be that person who's always backbiting, always gossiping about someone else. Even a scoffer's close friends will likely soon understand that they are being belittled behind their own backs as well. Solomon likely drove out scoffers from his own administration in hopes to prevent um, an attempted overthrow. Uh, he wanted to secure a godly kingdom. So next in verse 11, Solomon encourages us in what seems to be the opposite of scoffing. Solomon says how a godly king will count those as his friend whose speech is gracious rather than scoffing, and those who love purity of heart. So that's not the scoffer, right? And then finally in verse 8, we find how that in all these things Solomon has been saying, God is actually calling us to emulate himself. And that's what it's all about. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, And we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So it's the glory of God that 
is transforming us. And we are taking on characteristics and attributes of God. And so God wants us to be like him. It's more than emulating. He's changing us. Um, and, and that's the fruit of the Spirit that we see. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, all these things. So let me read verse 12 again. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the traitor. So if we look at this verse as describing two men with opposite natures, one who has knowledge that Proverbs speaks so highly of in the wise man of God, the Lord keeps watch over him and he speaks words of knowledge also. And this is the man who loves purity, the man whose speech is gracious in verse 11. He's the one who will have the king as his friend, which I think also points us who have a heart for God, a heart that he has changed. We will have him, the king of kings, as our friend, right? Then Solomon says also how the Lord himself will overthrow the traitor. So the Lord will actually drive out the scoffer, this one who claims to be a servant when he's around believers, but then, like a traitor, he sides with darkness and scoffs at godliness. He's a traitor, he's a divider, and he turns people away from the kingdom of God. And Solomon says he will be driven out. In Luke 13, 28, Jesus said it like this, In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves cast out. Father God, thank you for your word today, Lord. Um, Solomon talking about driving out a scoffer and instead loving purity of heart and, and speaking gracious words, words, even words of knowledge uh, of the kingdom of God for your glory. Um, talking about you. Uh, exalting you as we've read in previous devotions lately to even teach these to our children and speak about you and your glory as we're coming as we're going in everything that we do Solomon says that we who have a heart for you like this will have the king as our friend and I think that's the king of kings and also that you will watch out for us you are going to keep watch over those who speak knowledge, even those who walk in your ways, but you will overthrow the words of the traitor. And Father, as we go through life, help us to um, emulate you in this in our daily life, in that we seek peace and surround ourselves with others who are on the same mission as we are, who have seen your truth. Not that we should cast out everyone who doesn't believe in you, no, but that we might create and seek an atmosphere in which your glory might be seen easily by others, where you are exalted and where there is not divisions going on, backbiting, gossiping, all these things. If these things are present and can be dealt with, then please guide us in, in driving out the scoffer, Lord, for your glory and for their good, uh, promoting you, exalting you as we do so, even to them. Lord, and give us discernment and joy today, Lord. We trust you 
You are awesome. Thank you for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.